Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live today at noon. We will be preempted this evening, so I'm thrilled to be in the studio. I'm not usually here during the day, and so Eric is our audio engineer. So hello, Eric. Hey, good afternoon, Marie. Good to see you again. I know. It's it, great to it's, see you. I listen to the show every week, of Do course, because really? well, yeah, you're here. Yeah. I'm running the thing. I'm <laughs> running the encore edition of the show, so I, it's nice to see you live in person. Yeah, it's really nice to Put a to face be here. with the voice. <laughs> it's always nice to see you and, and to be in the studio with Thank you. Thank you. Yes. But, you know, things are thrown out of whack, I think, and, and nature is I responding know. with thunder and lightning, so we we got to be careful and not do this too often. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it was really wild and still is a little bit outside. Um, we left early, my daughter and I. Mina's answering the phones today, so when you call in, give Mina a shout. Um, and uh, we, we took about an hour to get here just to make sure that everything was A-OK and the roads were great. So we didn't have any problems here in Bellevue on good, the east good. side. It yeah. Your car didn't get struck by lightning. No, it did not. Good. Yeah, it was able to go to Starbucks and get coffee and all those lovely things Wonderful. before we got here. <laughs> Wonderful. So today on the show, we're talking about the divine plan. And I want to re- um, welcome all of our new listeners. Um, recently, I was interviewed on the John Holland Show, and that brought new listeners to the show. And uh, thanks again to John and having me on his show. I look forward to going back on again in the future. And um, thank you for all the new listeners who are listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. So we're talking about the divine plan. And when you think of the aura, so there's this beautiful aura that surrounds the physical body. And it has seven layers of energy around it. And each layer of energy um, has a theme on it, if you will, or some sort of language. And the fifth layer of the field, which is about five and a half feet away from your physical body, has the phrase, the divine plan. And the divine plan is really about your destiny. So it's about careers or what you may do in this world, children you may have, things that you really want to experience in a divine way. So natural gifts and talents, things that you are drawn to. Um, And so what we want to do in order to really live our destiny is to activate the divine plan. And interesting enough, the fifth layer of the field is connected to the fifth chakra, and that is the throat chakra. So speaking your truth, because the fifth chakra is all about speaking your truth, helps you to connect to your divine plan. And I think what's challenging for some people is that when you walk close to your divinity, when you start to touch it, um, you may speak in a way that may be considered odd or unusual than other people because truth is very unique and it doesn't look like anybody else's truth generally and it changes over time and so I think that's what kind of holds people back from their divinity and makes it difficult for them to really discover uh, more of who they really are or to live their life and with the joy that comes from living your divine plan. Another piece of it, and we'll talk about being in joy so that you can connect to the divine plan and allow this to unfold. Another piece is also about learning to believe that you can be successful because I've seen people who actually have found large chunks of their divinity but yet they feel so incapable of being successful they have these old tapes playing in their subconsciousness that tells them that they're not valuable or worthy and so it makes it difficult to be successful so why don't we go ahead Eric and go to the phone lines and answer some questions wonderful let's talk to our first caller we've got Janice on the line calling from Seattle hi Janice hi how are you I'm doing good 
good. Um, I'm actually a first-time caller. I was listening to your um, web, you know, went to the web page and listened to a little bit about what you talked about. And so um, my neighbor actually told me about you and encouraged me to call. So I am. Wonderful. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So what can I do for you? Well, I'm feeling like I'm I'm stuck. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in the process of selling my house, mm-hmm. and it's difficult in the market that we have right now. And my house, I think, is is of a lot of value to me because of you know I've lived there for 22 years, and I have lots of gardens, and I built a Japanese garden and. It's like an all-seasonal thing where there's something always blooming. And so to me, the house has a lot of value. But when you get the actual value of the house, it doesn't correspond with what I feel that it is. And so I just, I, you know, so of course it gets in to that I'm committed to one outcome. I know that you shouldn't be committed to the outcome because that's not the right, it's not healthy, you know, to be committed to an outcome. Right. But I'm just stuck that I feel like my most prized possession, and I'm actually I'm not a materialistic person. I don't feel like that. You know, I, I'm not all about money, and I'd like to be fair, mm-hmm. but I don't, I'm stuck about my house. Yeah. So why are you selling the house? What are your motives behind selling the home? What do you want out of it? I'm selling the house because... The relationship with my husband and I have has um, kind of dissolved over the years, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons why I actually stayed in the house was because even though the relationship has dissolved, I liked the house so much that I it was difficult for me mm-hmm. to, to leave it. But now it just is apparent that we needed to go our own way, and it's mutual between us. We both feel that, and um, so that's the reason. Right, and, and that's a great reason to sell a house, you know, because you're both going to go in your own ways, and you're going to divide the assets and create new lives separately. Right. You know, one of the things that's challenging for you, and you already spoke about it um, in our conversation, it's hard for you to let go. You yeah. Know? You, it's just, it's a challenge for you to let go, not just this house idea, but many, many other things in your life. Yeah. It's just challenging. So I'm going to give you an exercise for letting go. And one of the things that I love about letting go, because it can be challenging for everyone, um, and certainly some things are more challenging than others, is that the universe is not a vacuum. In other words, what that means is that when something is taken away from you or you you let go of it, then the universe will bring something to fill it up. In other words, if, if we pull a tree out of our backyard, it's not, the hole is not going to stay empty. Weeds are going to grow in, plants, um, something will happen. And that's what happens when you learn to let go. And clearly it's time to let go of the relationship. And you know your, um, your partner, he's really looking forward to the house selling. I don't know if you know this or not, but he's kind of biting the bit a little bit. Um, he's ready to get going from what I can see. Mm-hmm. So here's the exercise. Um, people who have a hard time letting go um, have a hard time believing that they're good people. Um, it, it, there's a because it's kind of a, a self-inflicted. You know, I'm not going to let go because I'm obviously not good enough. I can't make the right decisions. Um, I'm not speaking well. Whatever the concept may be. And so the first part of letting go is to feel empowered. And the way to feel empowered is to feel good about yourself. That means sitting down and reminding yourself what a wonderful person you are. 
And, and I really encourage people to do this throughout the day. Like when I water my plants on my porch, I give myself a high five and do a little jig. I cooked dinner last night, which is not my favorite thing to do. And it actually tastes really good. And so I, I, my, my kids don't probably know this, but I complimented myself several times silently to myself for making a good, nutritious, healthy meal. Human beings don't appreciate themselves, and it takes a lot just to operate in the human world. You know, go grocery shopping, you know, go to work, wake up, brush your teeth, um, go to the bank. You know, we have all these things. So your first requirement is to sit down and tell yourself the truth, all the wonderful things about you, from educational uh, accomplishments to family accomplishments, large things, and then also small or what we consider mundane things. And and when you do that significantly, like within a 10-minute period, you're going to feel more empowered than you did 10 minutes before. And when you're empowered, that's when you can let go. So you're going to spend some time feeling good about yourself. And then you're going to ask yourself a a question regarding the house, not but not until you feel good about yourself. And the question would be, how is this situation helping me to grow? Because there's something within this situation that is here to help you to grow. And in an empowered state, you're going to get a new perspective, not one that says you're going to be ripped off from the house and you're never going to find one that you love this much or blah, 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 all the silly tapes that are playing in your head. And when you get the new perception, then you'll be able to go, oh, and and be able to let go and allow the house to sell. Because it is time to sell. You know, that's the reality of it. So does that make sense, what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay, good. You know, I can't be more fortunate. I've moved into a, a co-housing place. Good. You know, and it's wonderful. And the been, you know, more, I mean, the universe, I tell you, when I moved here, I felt like the universe was so good to me. Good. And so that's already taken place. And I was doing fine and worked like double time on my house. And I was doing okay until just this last week I got the, price of what the house was going to be right. and now I'm just like shaken up <laughs> so I just you know well we'll, I, ju- well just remember that money is energy you know a lot of people put weird connotations regarding money but mm-hmm. money is energy and, mm-hmm. and it flows in easily and it flows out easily and and that I'm sure that your home has been priced fairly when I look at it maybe it's maybe ten thousand dollars you know, maybe you could raise it 10 more grand, but I think right now for the market, it has been priced fairly. And one of uh-huh. the things I know your partner doesn't want to do is to spend a lot of time trying to sell this house. He's ready to move on. Uh-huh. And so in the interest of all people, the house, try to come to some terms that the house is priced fairly for where uh-huh. you are right now and that it's uh-huh. okay. And, and yeah. something wonderful will come along the road for you. Right. Okay. Except just to be uh-huh. more accepting. Accepting yeah. of the circumstances. Yeah, and, and that you're right. doing a Don't good job. It. And that you're not making a mistake because you tend to be hard on yourself. I do, yeah. Yeah, so that you're not making a mistake. You're moving forward. You're making some brave choices, and your life will continue to unfold positively, as it already has. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you use the root word brave because um, the person who encouraged me to call also has said you're pretty brave. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're, okay. you're a risk taker. And the gardens are lovely, by the way. I can see why you would miss them. Some of them are just gorgeous. So oh, thank you're, you. you're welcome. So okay. thank you so much for calling in. Good thank luck you with so your homework. For, thank you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.
So when we were talking about the divine plan, like it's really Janice's divine plan to move on forward, you know, to sell this home, to move into another, she's already moved, but to have new experiences and to take the resources that she gets from the sale of the home and continue to move on. And what happens for a lot of people is they disconnect from their divine plan because the divine plan doesn't always look like everyone's picture. And believe me, when um, I started to have unusual experiences and recognize that maybe this could be a career for me, that wasn't, I wasn't jumping for joy initially. I was like, oh my gosh, now I really have to be a woo-woo lady. And of course, now I love it and it's fun for me. But a lot of times our natural talents, our natural abilities are not what we um, necessarily see for ourselves immediately. We tend to be more restrictive in, in where we need to be or what we need to be doing. We have too many rules that tend to govern us and hold us back and, and allow us to be limited in our lives. So why don't we go ahead and continue on with the phone lines, Eric? All right. I do want to remind people, though, yeah. that we are live this hour <laughs> here at, uh, you know, 1216 on a Thursday afternoon. It's a rare thing because normally you're live on Thursday nights at, at 7. seven. Yeah. So uh, if you want to call in, you can do so at 425-373-5527. And that's uh, the local area phone number. And if you're outside the local area, we'd love to hear from you at 877-825-8828. Now let's talk to Rosemary in Olympia. Hi, Rosemary. Hello there. How are you? I'm surprised I'm on so soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not every the, you, the phone lines are actually really lit up right now, but not everybody, re, you know, knows that I'm on at noon. Yeah, well, that was a good friend that clued me in. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> so what can I do for you? Well, I have macular degeneration, yeah. and um, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it mm-hmm. or, or energy. Mm-hmm. However... Um, it is degenerative, so right. uh, I would like to have any clues sure. for uh, what I can do sure. well, to maybe well, make I'm it gonna, better. Yeah, sure. First of all, I just want to say I love your voice. I can tell from your voice what a kind and nurturing person you are. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you really are. You're very kind, and you're also incredibly wise. The, the eyes are governed um, by the sixth chakra, so and the sixth chakra is really the third eye. It's the ability to be multisensory, to be clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, either one of those or a combination of all of them. And, oh, my. Yeah, and ultimately, intuition, if you will, or the third eye is about knowingness, and, and however a person tends to get there it, it is what matters. I have a friend who was asking me, um, why he doesn't see some of the things that I see. And I said, well, maybe you don't need to see a lady in blue screaming at you to do something. Maybe you already know to go do something, like you're listening to your insight. And, and so when people have problems with their eyesight, it's because they're not paying attention to their intuition. Um, I, when I look at you, you don't feel stubborn to me. Are you stubborn? Uh, no, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. Yeah, you don't and s- I am intuitive. Good. That I know. Good, because a lot of times intuitive people have a stubborn streak, and so what happens, and I agree you are intuitive, obviously, um, so the stubborn streak holds them back from really um, allowing themselves to move into their intuition. Stubborn about change in myself, you mean? Yeah, it could be about numerous things. Mm. Are you stubborn about change with yourself? Oh, no, I love change. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, you don't come across as a stubborn person. I mean, that's not how I would gather it. Um, so so maybe the stubbornness, if you will, is perhaps you know you're intuitive, but do you utilize it? Do you use huh. it often? Do you rely on it? Do you, do you acknowledge it as a tool and something that you're naturally gifted at? Uh, I, I feel I, I recognize it. Uh-huh. Um, but following through on maybe, maybe right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when I see it is that 
you know, like if you're in council with someone, this is what I, when I look at you, this is how I know how kind you are. I get this picture of sitting in your living room, you know, you and I each have a cup of tea and you're actually counseling me. So I know, (laughs) I know that you extend yourself for others and that, that you offer really loving, sweet, nurturing advice. And maybe it's time to really acknowledge that and not think, oh, well, that's my job and this is what I do, whether you do it personally or professionally, but really acknowledge that it's a gift, you know, to be able to sit with someone and hold a space and to touch them deeply is a gift. And then I would extend that gift into doing that for yourself. Because intuition, although it is helpful when it's when you're dealing with other people, it's also meant for your own life. Right. And, and as I'm speaking to you, I'm actually feeling some opening up of vessels around your eyes, both of them, because the disease must be in both eyes. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm 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 actually feeling and seeing a flow of energy um, on the corners of the eyes, mostly the outside corners, but also on the inside corners. So that means that somehow whatever I'm talking about is affecting the change for your energy. Uh, so I would pay attention to what we, we're discussing right now. And what I'm going to ask that you do, too, is on the 17th, um, in the evening, I'll be on the air with Dr. Robin DePasquale, who's a naturopath. And uh-huh. she may be able to offer some insight naturopathically on um, this disease process. Okay. So, so that'd be fine to call in and ask her that question, because um, she's visiting from Madison, Wisconsin, teaching in the summer at Bastyr in the University of Washington. So we're oh, lucky Bastyr, yes. to have her in the studio on, on that day. On the 17th. On the 17th. And I would call back on this same number. You bet. Uh-huh. So so please do that homework assignment where you appreciate that you know how to hold a still point with people. You know how to hold them almost like in your hand when they're having a meltdown or a hard time or something. Mm-hmm. You almost draw it out of them. It's so beautiful. And if you could really acknowledge that, that's a very intuitive aspect of yourself. And then I would also do that for yourself nurture yourself because even though you're being tough about the um by the about the degeneration it you're also sad about it and you haven't quite acknowledged that yeah i think that's true so i would nurture yourself like you would someone else okay okay all right thank all right. you so you're much you're welcome Good it was luck. fun talking to you <laughs> <laughs> i agree have a wonderful day bye bye-bye so why don't we continue on with the phone lines eric all right great let's talk to mary in seattle now Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Good. What can I do for you? My husband and I have shared many, many, many lives. Do you have any tips? We're in some rough <laughs> spot. Oh. And yeah, we're just looking for some information to guide sure. us. Sure. You know, um, it, it actually reminds me of my kids a little bit. You know, I love my children to pieces. And, you know, I look in their eyes and I'm lost. In fact, I've said yes way more times than I've said no in my parenting style with my children because they, you know, they just touch my heart so deeply. Absolutely. And I must be, fe- you know, I must be feeling that because that's there's something about that in that component with you and your husband, you know, where maybe the two of you in the past have gotten kind of lost in your relationship because of the deep love that you feel for each other. Mm-hmm. And what's happening now is he's holding still. And this happens in relationships. Your husband's holding still, wondering what the heck is going on with you. And you're flying like a magic carpet. You know, so that's the vision I get. He's holding still with his head down a little bit, wondering whatever it is that you're going through in, in terms of your growth and not really being able to visit you in it. And you're flying like a magic carpet. So you're moving forward. You're not waiting for him, which is, I think, appropriate in relationships. And then he doesn't know what to do. And then you're frustrated that he's not jumping on the magic carpet with you. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you just let him be who he is right now and, and not try to get him on the carpet? Oh, my, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, because wherever anyone is in their own process is okay. And, and you tend to like to bring everybody on board with you. In fact, if you ever decide to be a teacher, because I don't know if you are or not, but um, you would do very well in the teaching industry, h- however you wanted to do that. Um, you're very good at guiding people, bringing them forward, giving them information that, that suits them. But he's not ready to get on the carpet with you. And I don't know when he will be. And it's going to be important for you to be okay with that. Because mm-hmm. it could take him several more years before he goes, oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, it's it's kind of like you keep showing him gourmet pickles, and he likes dill mm-hmm. or bell or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. dill. I don't know what they're called. You know, he likes those pickles. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going, oh, those are boring. We've been eating those for years. And he goes, no, these are still really good. And you're mm-hmm. going, no, the gourmet pickles, the gourmet pickles. So, uh, so I would work on appreciating him and accepting him exactly the way he is because he is a good man. He loves you very, very much. And then he can cheerlead you in your carpet ride. But when, when you're wanting him to get on the carpet and he doesn't want to, then he's not as excited about your carpet ride as, as he would like to be. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Good. That is so beautiful. Good. I just love listening to you. Oh, thank you. And if you're teaching anything, could you announce it? Yeah, I will be. You know, the Wednesday night classes every, every month, the third Wednesday in Seattle, the residents in Marriott, I teach a two-hour class. I wish I brought my sheet with me, my cheat sheet, but you can find that on the internet, which one it is that's next. I will be teaching in um, Bellingham on August 16th, a class called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. It's one of my favorite classes that I've taught this year. I hope to teach it next year as well. And, and then I'm doing a Reiki workshop at the end of July and then one in November as well. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's kind of what we've got going on right now. I look forward to this. Good. Thank you so much for calling, and best of luck to you. Tell uh-huh. your husband I said hi. Thank you for that. You're welcome, because, you know, it'll be a little challenging for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best, I, I know promise. you will. I know you will. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye now. Bye-bye. So, Eric, why don't we continue on those phone lines? Great. Let's talk to Mona now, calling from the Kitsap Peninsula. Hi, Mona. Marie. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much. Good. Thank you. I'm calling about an 81-year-old woman um, acquaintance of mine. Yes. um, That's dealing with cancer, made the decision not to do the chemo or radiation. Right. Cancer's in her past. Right. I seem to always have access to real good health information. I think she's a person that relies on, you know, prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but, um, and so I photocopied this information about um, a supplement that it almost seems like just what the body needs to help itself, and it's helped a lot of people um, get over cancer. Right. And yet I'm having reluctance on whether to give it to her or not, and I'm wondering if I should, and do you think it'll help her? Well, I will tell you when I look at her energy, and I can see why you're frustrated because she looks like she has so much life left in her. You know, she's independent. She's strong. She's a very interesting woman and wise. And so I can understand why you've enjoyed her company so much in your life and how you want her to be well. Um, I, I would definitely give her the information and let her evaluate it and look at it. She definitely does not want to do anything allopathically, as you 
already described. And and not because there is a part of her that wants to give up, like she's tired. She just doesn't want to be any sicker than she is already. And, And she feels that if she decides to do allopathic medicine, that she will get sicker. And there is some truth to that, right? Uh, and so uh, what I would do is, as you give her this sheet of paper so she can research it herself, she's very smart, and she will do her own research. She's very good at it. She'll ask a lot of people questions and things of that nature, is to let her know that you're okay with her choices. Because okay. I'm sensing that you're afraid that she's going to die. And, and one of the things that I think is important for people to understand is that death is a part of life. It, it it absolutely positively is, and and at some point, I would I bet most of us are going to leave this planet via our physical body dying. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, because that's where our conscious is currently in, in the human race. We don't know how to walk out of our bodies as of yet. Although I think that's also a normal and healthy way, but we're probably many many decades or lifetimes away from that actualization. And, well, and go ahead. My quandary was that. I wasn't sure if indeed she really did, although she's been a very vibrant woman, you know, right. she has challenges in her life, and I wasn't sure if she really did want to keep on living. Yeah, well, she there. there's a part of her where she just doesn't want to fight, you know, allopathically with this disease, and she's at peace with leaving her body, and, and she's actually, in a way, preparing for that, even if it's 10 more years down the road. You know, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm coming to the end of my life cycle. And she's looking forward to seeing family members who are on the other side and having another experience outside of a physical body. But that doesn't mean she doesn't want to be as healthy as she can be while she's here. And what you're, wh- whatever it is that you're wanting to offer her, it seems like it's positive. So I would go ahead and give her that information. But I would also work on your expectation of her fighting or wanting to be more demonstrative in her desire to survive. And, and well, I feel like I feel mostly when I give someone even any kind of a gift. It's mm-hmm. like, to me, I've given it to you, and then it's up to you, you know, Good. what you're going to do with it. Right. To keep it or use it or not. It's Great. like that's in your choice. So, so I would just hold, though, because there's this hesitation. Maybe you're not aware of it, but you are afraid she's going to die. That's how I feel, you know, as, as if she's a grandmother for you, and, and I don't believe she's a family member. And um, and remember that death is a part of life. And it, 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 I've been at the bedside of hundreds of people who have passed away. And um, it's probably one of the most honoring and humbling experiences I've ever had. And it's actually quite beautiful. When you're clairvoyant and you can see multiple dimensions, it's a beautiful experience. I don't see her passing away anytime soon. I think she's going to stay in her body for, you know, uh, at least five or six more years. And, um, and, and so yeah. I, go ahead. Think this can help her? I, I think it could. Yeah, it doesn't look harmful to me. I, I think it could, and it's up to her. But what I would get rid of is your expectation that she's not going to die. And just it's right. time for you to kind of formulate that death is a part of life instead of looking at it as something bad. I mean, certainly we, we want our loved ones to be healthy and to live for long periods of time. But okay. this is about the soul and when the decisions that the soul is making, and they need to be honored. And, and they're very powerful. And living outside of a body is as much of an education as living in one. And maybe it's time for her to go to a different school sometime in the next future. And I would look at it that way. Find positive ways to look at it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I appreciate your help today. Oh, you're so welcome. Good luck. And blow her a kiss for me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Have a good day. All righty. So who else do we have on the line, Eric? Right now, we've got Stephen calling from Bellevue. Great. Hi, Stephen. Hi. 
How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you? Well, looking at career change. Yeah. And uh, how to finance it, actually. <laughs> like how to walk away from things and walk okay. into where I'm supposed to be. Right. Well, good. Your divine plan is incredibly activated, by the way. So that tells me that you've been thinking about this and thinking about it and taking action. Your throat chakra is quivering just a little bit because it's excited but scared as well. Like, oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? Right. <laughs> you know? um, and so you're, you're working a, a job right now, correct? Yeah. And it's not the one you want to do, correct? Absolutely not. Okay. Close. Okay. So can you, you know, kind of cut back a little bit or? That's my plan, but. Great. The other piece is so big, it's almost like a wave coming over. <laughs> it's so, got to be done. It's all got to be done now. Well, well, he, he, you know, I love that you're being pushed because that's what it feels like, actually, when you are in alignment. You yeah. know, it feels like you have no control and the universe is behind you just pushing you and you're just free falling. You know, that's what it feels like. It's, <laughs> yeah. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a good feeling, although it's scary. It is a good feeling. Um, I would continue on your plan of reducing your work hours in the job you don't like so that you can move forward into the profession that you will love. Um, and at the same time, recognize that freeing up this time is important because what happens is that the universe is not going to want to exhaust you. And so that's why people can't do like three or four jobs at the same time and and get connected to their divine plan. So I think you're on the right track. What I would work on, because yeah. you have a belief that whatever you're about to do, because it's creative, isn't going to sustain you financially. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's not true. That's just a lie that you've told yourself. And And so I would work on believing that you can have all the wealth and success that you want. It doesn't matter what you do in the world. Money is energy. And when people begin to look at money as energy, then they get rid of all their negative, you know, kind of social ideas about money. Because we have a lot of weird ideas about money most right. people do. So that's what I would work on. And one of my favorite books is called Harmonic Wealth by James Ray. Um, it's a fabulous book about how to look at money and, and his idea of success, of course, isn't just wealth. It's also about love and health and happiness. Um, and so I would work on that. You are definitely on the right track. So spend your time as you, as you're pulling back and you're expanding these beautiful energies with your divine plan, start talking to yourself about, oh my gosh, I have such a wonderful income. Oh, I'm so lucky. And money just pours into my life. You you want to spend. Speak to yourself often, whether it's quietly or out loud, because you'll be affecting the subconscious mind that these new affirmations will filter in, and then you'll create some permanent change. Great. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so much, and good luck. I'm excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Eric. Why don't we go ahead and take one more call? All right. Let's talk to Carol now, calling all the way from Charleston, Oregon. Great. Hi, Carol. Marie, I can't believe I'm talking to you. <laughs> Have we met before? No, we haven't. I just discovered you in a, a few days ago on the Internet. Oh, well, wonderful. And thank you so much for listening to the show and calling in. You have the voice of an angel. Oh, thank you. I just love your voice. Oh, thank you so much. So what can I do for you? Well, um, I've had sciatic problems off and on almost my entire life. Ouch. And I'm wondering... What's causing that? Yeah. Along with a snoring problem that's terrible. I mm-hmm. snore something horrible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I am a little bit overweight now. But when I was a child, even when I was a child and I wasn't overweight, I snored. 
Well, the snoring one, um, because it's like I, I want to like suggest some things, but I'm not licensed to do that, so I can't. I, I would um, think about calling back on the 17th when Dr. DePasquale is on, on the air, and she can give some great homeopathic remedies for the snoring. Because there is something, it's complicated when I'm in your sinuses, and even your septum might even be deviated. Um, meaning that the cartilage that separates the nasal passages is... Mm-hmm. I have had surgery. Oh, you already have to have I it corrected. I have had surgery, mm-hmm. yeah. I corrected it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's really interesting. So it'll be fun to talk to her to find out what are the things that you can do that are healthy for you and, of course, don't cause harm and, and all that good stuff. So I would, I'm thinking about that question for the 17th. But sciatic nerve pain, and I'm so sorry because it is very painful, sciatic nerve. If, if anybody saw the body exhibit, it was such a lovely insight to see the sciatic nerve because it is so long and it innervates right into the glutes so right into the your seat muscles right uh-huh. in there and so that's how come it can be so painful because those your glutes are very strong powerful muscles and when they spasm from the nerve it really hurts it's painful um, and it's about not letting go do you remember the first caller today when I was talking to her about letting go yeah. Yeah. So sciatic nerve pain is about not letting go. And here's the combination when I'm in your body. Your body's giving me a lot of information. Um, number one, you tend to over nurture people, family members and friends, mm-hmm. and you don't set enough clear boundaries. So, mm-hmm. Sorry. At least that's what I'm getting. I'm in your lower back and I can see how generous you are. There's a little bit of leak of energy in your sacrum, a small amount, nothing that I would be majorly worried about. But it means that you're not setting good boundaries. And you're not saying no enough. And, and you feel guilty if people if you're not helping someone, you actually feel guilty. Oh my. Uh huh. And then and then you're not letting go of the past. So you're you're feeling double guilty if someone doesn't get what they need or your perception like, oh, I could have done more for them. One thing that I think will be health, healthy for you is to recognize that people have, are having their own experiences and that you don't have to save everyone. <laughs> well, it's true. I, I find this challenging with my own children. You know, how how much more nurturing do I need to do? When do I let go? When do I say no? And, and I find it very challenging um, with my kids at times. And, and, and I see this with you and extended family members and okay. friends. It makes sense. So I would work on that they're okay. <laughs> that you, you don't have to save them, uh-huh. that you've offered advice or done what you wanted to do because it felt good, and then you're going to let go, and you're uh, going to know that you don't have to do anything else. Okay. Do you see what I mean? I do see what you mean. Okay. There's also an exercise to help bring up some strong energy through your feet because it's not your favorite thing to receive. You're great at giving, but you're not great at pulling energy in. Uh-huh. And the best way I know how to do that is to stomp around the house or outside and Um, Make your hands into fists and punch them towards the earth while you're stomping. Okay. And then say out loud, I'm here. I'm staying. (laughs) I deserve to be here. Okay. And I live here in joy. Okay. Okay. So that, and already you're taking energy into your gluteus maximus muscles right now. So doing that exercise will be very important. And just remember that people are okay. I believe that individuals are very powerful and we all have souls, these amazing organisms, and we are in charge of our own lives, whether we realize it or not. And, and so many people need to learn to take responsibility for what happens in their lives um, and instead of relying on others to take care of us so much. Do you see what I mean? Yes, I'm, I'm beginning to see that. Good. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Yes. Thank you so much. So call back on the 17th and we'll talk to Dr. DePasquale about your sinuses and the snoring and see what she can offer. Thank you so much. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye.
So we're going to go ahead and go on a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I've been talking nonstop for the last 40 minutes <laughs> or something of that nature. So we'll be right back with Marie Manu Cherry Show. The Marie Manu Cherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. The July Reiki Workshop is now full. No need to worry, Marie will teach another Reiki Workshop in November. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants while Marie uses her symbolic sight to provide individual feedback. You will learn detailed information about the chakra system. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. Enrollment is limited, booklet included. It's here, an evening with Marie Manucheri and friends. Every month on the third Wednesday, this two-hour class promises to inspire you and surround you with like-minded people. Come explore topics like manifest your goals and desires, meet your spirit guides, embrace your intuition, bridging worlds, and balance your human energy system. This Wednesday evening class is held in Seattle from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the third Wednesday of every month, January through October. Classes will be held at the Residence in Marriott Lake Union, 800 Fairview Avenue North in Seattle. Parking is free on the street, near the hotel, or in the garage. Just pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life will be taught August 16th at the Bellingham Public Library, Fairhaven Branch, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our lives are a reflection of our beliefs. Beliefs live deep in the human body, and many people have an unconscious connection with their belief system. What would it be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are saying to you, day in, day out? Most human beings have negative beliefs and have no idea what their belief system is telling them day after day. Imagine what it would be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are. And imagine if you could change negative beliefs into positive, empowering beliefs. This class will show you how. This exciting new class has gotten rave reviews, and here's what some class participants are saying. This class is eye-opening. I had no idea what my beliefs were, and now I feel empowered to change them. It was fun to see, and almost humorous how we can rationalize our beliefs. I appreciated the tools needed to change them. Space is limited. Registration by phone is available at 425-825-5671 or on the web at www.energyintuitive.com. Click the show's page on 1150kknw.com for the scoop on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And 
and welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie. We are located here in Bellevue, just east of Seattle. Yeah, I think I said that one right. I'm, I'm directionally challenged. You know this, right, Eric? I could get lost in a lunchbox, so I <laughs> really? sympathize with you. Oh, yes. oh this is good. <laughs> but yes, we are, we are just east of Seattle. <laughs> I, think I said west one night, and Tom was like, what? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm directionally challenged. Um, I know all the back roads in Bellevue because I grew up in Bellevue. I went to Sammamish High School, and so uh, I'm, I'm not a, I don't take 405 very often. My kids mm-hmm. are always like, Mom, you're taking the scenic route, and I go, Well, I know these roads, <laughs> right. and so I won't, I won't get lost. So you get lost too, Eric? Oh yeah. Well, I got a, a, a GPS system oh, for the car now, and nobody needed it more than me. So, <laughs> so happy to have the guidance of turn right here. You know that. <laughs> so no so. more sightseeing for you. Well, occasionally still, if I <laughs> yeah. think, oh, I know the way, you know, but right. uh, uh, I try not to do that. And especially with gas prices as they are, true. It's, it's no longer quite as fun to take the scenic <laughs> route as far that as I'm concerned. That is true. That so. is true. Um, for those of you who are listening, I just want to remind you that if you want to know more about energy medicine, I do have a CD available on my website. It's um, Balance Your Human Energy System, the Seven Primary Chakras, and it's I've been told it's really great. I have listened to it several times. Some of the CDs I haven't listened to after they go to production, um, but this one is lovely. If you ever come to a class, the CDs are $5 off. Um, this particular CD, I believe, is $20 on the internet. And then I also have Embrace Your Intuition, which helps people to understand what it feels like to connect to your intuitive selves. There's meditations on both these CDs, anatomy and physiology regarding the chakras and um, how to connect to yourself. So those are always fun. I also have four CDs for classes. So the recordings of classes, the Wednesday night classes, um, which we usually have a full house and people ask questions and I do public readings. And so those are always fun because you can learn a lot. The most recent one is called the paranormal. And so it addresses all kinds of interesting subjects about the other side and things that we consider to be odd or weird. Anyway, you can get this on the website. So why don't we continue onto the phone lines, Eric? All right, let's talk to Susan now in Bellevue. Hi, Susan. Oh, hi, Marie. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Thank you. Well, <laughs> what, what can I do for you? Um, I'm I'm just I'm just uh, tr- struggling with a career. Okay. I'm, I've been trying to uh, put myself in a situation, you know, in a in a career situation where I can, um, you know, take care of my family and and mm-hmm. um, make a lot of money. I'm just returning back to work after, you know. Uh, 10 years being out, 12 years being out of the workforce. Sure, sure. And how old is your family? Um, I have two children, 13 mm-hmm. and 10. Okay, those are great ages. Yeah, well, they those, are. Those yeah. are fabulous ages. And so have you thought about what area you want to work in? Yes, I know where I want to, I know what I want to do. Oh, good. And, what um, is it? Um, actually, I want to, um, uh, I'm working in the skincare industry. Oh, nice. And I would like to get into sales and outside sales and, um, Wonderful. Uh, our sales management for the company. Okay, and that sounds fantastic. And and so, have you applied to some com- companies or corporations? I have applied to a lot, but I have got nothing back. And <laughs> I'm, I'm currently working in a retail uh, skincare company, and it's uh, it's um, you know, it's just not it's it's okay. I mean, it's retail hours, and it's just you right. know, it's draining me. Right. And you know, when you work for a company, um, it'll be important for you that it's like a naturally based company or organic because that's something that you can really believe in for you yes exactly right. right so that's going to be important here's what I'm getting and and of course you can disagree with anything I say is that um, I think you tend to have some negative feelings about corporations or corporate America 
Uh-huh. And if you hold those negative feelings while you're trying to get a job in a corporation, then you're going to you're going to feel resistance from the companies. You have really strong energy. And so people who have strong energy are actually moving their energy more forcefully than perhaps the average person. And so it's going to be actually important for you to really check in on yourself like what am, what do I really believe? What are my real thoughts about um corporate America? Um, uh-huh. because I don't think you like corporate America, is that true? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 um, I like it a so lot more a yes. than I used to like it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I, I know the benefits are it's much better working for a corporation than it is working for yourself. <laughs> well, that, that that's a belief, too. You yeah. know, so if you believe that you're not going to get your needs met if you're self-employed, then, of course, that is going to be your life experience. So here's what I would do, number one, is kind of sit down and make a note of what your real beliefs are. You know, and beliefs are deep inside of you. I would sit with yourself. I, you're good at meditating. Is this true? Um, pardon? Are you good at meditating? Because it feels like to me you are. Uh, yes, I, I do. Great. So what I would love for you to do is meditate on what are my real beliefs about jobs, job security, financial abundance, companies, self-employment, because it's time for you to create some inner dialogue that's going to go against these limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, because as soon as you change your beliefs about something, the outside world has to change to match them. This is quantum physics. It's mm-hmm. based on like attracts like. It really, really works. I've done it in numerous areas of my life, and so have many people that I know. And so I, I would love for you to kind of get a good bird's eye of what you really believe about corporate America, your ability to make money, whether it's em- employed or self-employed. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then create some nice affirmations that are the opposite of it. Because right now, if I were to, I want to tell you an affirmation like, corporate America is loving and nurturing to me, teach treats me with great respect and feeds me abundantly. And mm-hmm. I can I can see you get a little bit happy about it, but then by day three, you're going to go, oh, yeah, whatever, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we need to address these core beliefs so that you can make the changes that you want. Uh, and that's why you're feeling the frustration of like, why isn't this working? It's because you have a belief. It's like someone who wants to be in a relationship, but deep inside of them, they don't believe that they're lovable. It's going to be hard, number one, to be in a relationship, but it will be... Difficult, difficult and diffi- hard to be in a relationship with someone who can love you. And so you have a similar s- situation going on, but it's about work. It is about work. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, uh, well, I get disheartened because I, I apply for all these positions and I don't even get a response. Right. So I was like, well, where do I go next? What well, do I do? You know, I'm trying everything. I, I wouldn't even go anywhere next until you change your energy. I'd, I would take the next two months really shifting your consciousness and affecting your subconsciousness so that when you go out again and apply, that you're going to get great results. And that's how you're going to know that what the affirmations that you're doing are working. The outside world will, will show you, yes, it's actually working. You've applied these significantly. Here's the change. And there is a lovely book called Quantum Success uh-huh. by Sandra Ann Taylor. Okay, Sandra Ann. Sandra yep. Ann Taylor. It's a fabulous book. I've, I've seen it in Barnes & Noble, so they carry that, a- along with the book that I talked about earlier, Harmonic Wealth by James Ray. Those oh, yes, the- I do. Follow him. Great. And so I would, Sandra Ann really has a, a great component. She tells you that, she shows in the book that if you think negatively for this amount of time consistently, this is the type of results you're going to have, which are basically like zero. It's almost like you, you nix it out. And, and you don't have to think positively all, all day long and fake it, but you, you do need to address your negative thoughts and at least don't have negative thoughts versus trying to force positive thoughts. So, so, yeah, and I try not to. And I really don't have negative thoughts. It's just finding the right 
No, I'm, I'm telling you that's not it. Because if, okay. you, if you had the thoughts that, that I think that you deserve, huh? we wouldn't be having this conversation. Because you, ha- you have tried hard. It's not like you just tried once. You've tried hard and you've been dedicated to it. And, and I, I love what you've written in your resume and, and the things you've written in essays or whatnot to companies. So this is about your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so I would take two months to really work on them. And then you're going to see some positive results. Because it takes practice, you know, changing our beliefs. It, it's like you do it one day, that's not going to be enough. It takes diligent work and practice. Think of being an athlete, that an athlete needs to work at it every single day. If it's a soccer player to learn to kick the ball in and to catch those rebounds and to not foul. Yeah. And this is the same thing. And it takes practice, diligence, but it's worth all the time and effort. <laughs> yes, it does. It is. And it's just, um, uh, you know, it's just worth start you know where uh what do i what do i begin you know i think i thought i was there i thought i I know you know i thought i had the position i wanted and it It, didn't it didn't it didn't happen yeah that's okay because you're going to change your beliefs and so you're going to track something 10 times better all right (laughs) well you will and 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 that's what i want you to feel is that you will that you know speaking about oneself positively is important but feeling the energy of oh my gosh, I'm successful, even yeah. before the outside world shows it to you, is key. The emotions are what attracts energy in and out of our body all the time and in and out of our right. life experiences. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, and keep me posted. I, I would love to hear about how you're doing. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. Thank all right. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on, Eric, with our phone calls? All right. Let's talk to Patricia now, colleague from Seattle. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. Would you just uh, realize that I had just turned into the to the uh, patient? Oh, great. Um, I was on my way, actually, from a doctor's appointment. I was looking for a good talk radio show, and I heard your voice, and I just stopped and said, wow. <laughs> Let's see what she's talking about. Oh, well, thank and now you. I, I think I'm a fan. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Welcome. We're happy thank to have you. you on the show. Thank you. What can I do for well, you? I have a couple of issues, mm-hmm. and maybe you could tell me something. First sure. of all, um, I've been working with a career change, uh-huh. and I am now in the company where I want to be. And I took good a, for uh, you. Congratulations! Yes, it, it took me a while, but I finally got the foot in the door. Although I'm not doing what I want to do at all, and <clears throat> took a pay cut. But now, also, there's a couple other things that work with this. I'm they're 42 years old. Mm-hmm. And I've been married for three years, going on four. Mm-hmm. And I know my husband would like to have a child mm-hmm. with, with me, although he already has one previously. Mm-hmm. And But my priority since a child was to work in corporate America, executive status, and I have a couple of degrees working on my third. And I'm just obsessed with this, and it's just taking preference and a priority, although everything else is okay. And I know uh, my marriage is fine and... Also, some health issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I had degenerative joint disease in the back for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I I've been in your I've been in your lower back, your hips. Yes, yes. Even your tummy <laughs> is ouchy because of some of the spasms or discomfort that moves around the front of the girdle. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what, what do you see success anywhere, yeah. some relief anywhere? Yeah. Um, what well, do you see? Well, here's a couple things. Number one, okay. do you want a child? I can 
kind of go either way at this point in life. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. You kind of have to really want it because it <laughs> never goes away. Okay? Right. I do know that. It's the hardest job I've ever had in my life. The most, one of the most rewarding jobs. You know, I mm-hmm. love my kids to pieces, but mm-hmm. they, you know, I have a 22 year old, a 20 and 18 year old mm-hmm. and, and it never goes away. So mm-hmm. I think you have to really want it. Because, and, and some people, of course, maybe don't necessarily realize how much they're going to love their family, you know, their children until they have them. So there exactly. is always that component. But mm-hmm. I, I think that if you don't know, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't go in terms of creating a child right now. You know, okay. that's just, that's just what I feel. But of course, this is between you and your husband and you're right. He will be right. fine if you mm-hmm. don't have a child. Um, yes. and, and I would talk to him about it because he's kind of bugging you more than he used mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of find out what is he really thinking, you know, what's really going on with him, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I mean, I know he loves kids and he yeah. he wants something more to love. But I will tell you this. You are way too busy. <laughs> yes, I am. You are. I truly am. So maybe he needs some more attention, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, I work pretty hard, um, uh-huh. but you run circles around me. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm getting regarding the education. I think that you have a desire to know a lot. And, I do. and yes, you do. And, and that can be healthy, but it can also be a defense mechanism. Huh. Be- because believe it or not, all the wisdom and knowledge you could possibly want to know is already inside of you. And when people huh. are constantly seeking outside to know, to know, I need to know, I need to know, and they're grabbing everything, that's a defense mechanism. They're afraid to stand still. They're hmm. afraid to take a deep breath. They're afraid to move inward. They're afraid to listen to the wisdom that's inside of them. And, you know, you come from a really interesting family. I don't know if I'm on your mom or your dad's side or both of them, but uh-huh. your family is so interesting and diverse <laughs> and complicated and uh-huh. spiritual. Uh-huh. And, in fact, you, I, I think I'm on your mom's side right now. They kind of pull on that lower back of, of yours. In other words, you've got a lot of family members on the other side, I believe on your mother's side of the family, and they pull on you. Yeah, they're wanting you to do their work, you know. Yeah, this is like an energetic. It's almost like you've all got all these threads from ancestors that go back numerous generations, and they're pulling on your lower back and your spine, and they're trying to get you to do some work. So I would recommend that you start taking meditation classes, that you pull back on your extracurricular activities, and that Mm -hmm. you learn to go within, and you start yelling at your ancestors that they need to go do their own work. Yeah, because it it drains your energy. So that's okay. what I'm suggesting. I do think you're on the right path. I do think you're going to be successful, but I think your success needs to come from inside first. Okay. From breathing in and appreciating yourself. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And keep me posted. I want to know how you're doing. Okay. All right. Thanks. Have a great Bye-bye. day. All right. Bye-bye. So, Eric, do we have time for our last caller? Are we down to the nitty-gritty? We're down to just about a minute, so okay. I don't think we're going to have time. Sorry, last caller. Um, call on next Wednesday at 7 o'clock in the evening. and Or next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah, why did I see Wednesday? See, okay, I'm not only directionally challenged, I'm day <laughs> challenged. I'm off all this week, so I'm not really sure what day it is. It's Thursday. I wish everyone a wonderful 4th of July, and thank you so much for calling into the show. Be safe out there. Don't let the mm-hmm. big hail that's coming down or has been coming down to— Or lightning. Or lightning. <laughs> yeah, to cause havoc in your life. Yes. Um, and hopefully we'll have some sun tomorrow. What's the weather report? Do you know for tomorrow, Eric? It says partly sunny, so I think it's going to be all right. Excellent. So be ca- be ca- careful and safe with fireworks. Mm-hmm. Be careful with the kids. And I wish everyone a wonderful week and joyful blessings. Until next time on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Good day. Mm-hmm.